Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. Who messy distance professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one-man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of our Smoking Mountain Wrestling Podcast. This is Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today we're talking Smoking Mountain Wrestling, episode 135 from August the 27th, 1994. We are still in Saltville, Virginia, at Northwood High School. 300 people reported in attendance, if that is correct, that is. I'm sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper. Doc is hot. He just got mad. We were talking about something related to the current product. Uh, by the time you hear this, you would have heard it if you are a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. It was about Ronda Rousey, and we'll leave it at that. Other than that, Doc, um, shake that off. How are you doing this morning? I'm, I am more excited to be here than R. Kelly at a junior high cheerleading competition. Jesus Christ, Doc. Did y'all saw him go start start screaming and crying yeah at the camera he, he jumped he, he jumped up and cut a promo and that lady was just standing there like you're a fucking fool <laughs> yeah. i refuse to watch that stupidity let me just put it like that fuck that shit no way no how oh how are you man I saw, I, well i saw a meme that said it was going to be a a fall tour of uh r kelly and bill cosby the pills and piss tour Fall, fall nice. tour. Great. Right. That's nice. Hopper, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Ready to get this show on the road? You been to I bed yet? Already. Yeah. Have you? I didn't work last night. I thought I had oh. to, but I didn't. So oh, we could have started early. So we could have we could have already been done with this episode. Jeez. Well, I know. It sucks, huh? Mike, what time did you wake up this morning? When he, uh, six. When he says he went to bed, he probably went to bed at like two or three. Yeah. Right. I, I went to bed at three. See, <laughs> I told you, Mike. Mike, what time, did you go, what time did you go to sleep last night? Uh, I mean, I probably went to sleep about ten forty-five, eleven. But damn, I was bro, up at six. Man, let me tell you something, bro. Kids What's and up? wives and shit will wear you out mentally to where you just fucking crash, and then you're up early. I went to bed then, at 10. I went to bed at 10 and was up at 5 for no reason. Day off. Just and it, 5 o'clock. And then, you, and then you get up early because, like Doc always says, you got shit to do when you got kids and stuff. It's just a fact of life. Right, Doc? Got loads of laundry to get going right. today. You, got you, take yeah. the, you take the good, you take the bad, take it all in there. You have the facts of life. Yeah. The facts of life. And all the right. world never seems... To be living up to your dreams. What the fuck? Remember that show? Yeah, I, I remember. Yes. Yeah. Tootie, I remember. Is Tootie, that Mike bro. Rotundo fishing? That's him fishing, dog. What the shit? And he's got a whopper, and he just caught the Florida Heavyweight Championship. Okay, so that is that has been photoshopped on Wyndham. What, you what think are you talking is? about? Yeah. Oh, you sent him the the pic. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was gonna send. Did you send them all to him, Hopper? They're, we're talking about the NWA Danger Zone f- calendar because Joseph Ice posted it on the Facebook group, and it's just a Jesus Christ. That's all I can really say. If you if you go join the Facebook group, just search "Book in the Territory" of the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, and um, ask for entry into the group, and I'll let you in. Literally, there's two broads in the whole calendar, which is the dumbest <clears throat> bit of marketing you can ever experience in your life when you're talking about wrestling. But uh, go ahead. What were God. you saying, Doc? It's just I don't. Don't we already challenge our 
homoeroticism by watching men re- wrestle around in their underwear? Why do I need a calendar to take it the rest of the way? Wait till well, you see Michael P.S. Hayes. If you look at and you look at Sting, I'm trying to figure out. Um, and someone, Craig Tompkins, on the Facebook group said, "Did they paint Sting's nipples? It actually looks like they painted his nipples black." Come on, I'm serious. They're like ridiculously dark. Barry Windham just, oh my god. Mike Rotunda's fishing. Doc, fucking their death is in. He's got a football and he's in swim trunks. I, I, Michael Hayes is Harper, like he's presenting ass for the <laughs> Harper, describe Dude, Michael that's Hayes. That's the one I would do. If I was doing this shit, I'd be like Michael Hayes sticking my ass out. Fuck you, you bunch of fucking assholes. Y'all make me do this shit. This is what y'all getting. Stan Lane actually looks quite normal. He's like, where the bitches at? Come on, come yeah. get a piece of this. Who is this up top, here in the baby. top? Is that Shane Douglas? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's Jesus. Shane Douglas. Because remember, he was in UWF at that time. Stan Lane just has that look on his face like, I'm going to fuck everything that moves. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He um, goes, see this, nec- see this necklace on my around my neck? It's seen more pussy in its day than you ever will. And no so, Bobby. If you want to yeah. know what Doc's talking about, go to Booking the Territory podcast dash the unprofessional wrestling podcast. And it was posted by a longtime BTT Hall of Fame patron, Joseph Ice. We got all the photos from the calendar from him. So Jesus. thank you, Joseph. Holy shit. Um, okay. Can we get this uh, Smoky Mountain show started, guys? So wait, is that, who is this? Who's who? the chick? Who are the chicks? Missy? Missy and Precious. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I've seen I mean, Missy Pre- do. I've seen Missy do more later on. So yeah, Precious looks good though, man. The way she's I know, huh? laid out, she's looking all the way live. If you ask me, is it Precious or Ronnie Garvin? No, God, Ronnie. No, Ronnie Garvin's not on it. But Jesus, Jim Garvin, just God, what were they doing, man? It's the perfect. It, it, it's the perfect angle because they got him with his knee up, and he's like hiding his 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 what his 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 his, his, his stomach. So his what? So you can't see any. It's it's a perfectly concealed because because that's why that's why Michael PSAs you see his ass because they want you to look perfect for this shit. I guess Photoshop wasn't really big in '87. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is I've been on I've been on the fucking line now for 25 fucking minutes, and I have not spoken a word about Smoky Mountain wrestling, and I'm starting just, to get a little hot about it. I just said that y'all want to get into the show. Yeah, I would love to. That's why I'm fucking here, and I'm pretty sure that's why all these saps are here too. That's nice, Doc. You got to be an asshole, don't you? Well, all right. Well, let's get started. How's that sound? Uh, okay. This is a great so, episode. I'm ready, pal. Yeah, episode 135, August 27th, 1994, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Again, we're still in Saltville, Virginia at Northwood High School. Les Thatcher and Bob Cottle open up the show. Um, do you find it great that Bob is still saying wrestling the way it used to be and the way you like it in light of the fact that the gangsters are here? And to Doc's point a couple of weeks ago, the white folks in the area were probably like, this ain't the wrestling the way we used to like it with these gangsters and black fellas. Whoa. Anyway, thoughts, Doc? Why has it got to be black fellas? Well, they actually said something much more uh, like ridiculous and that I'm not going to repeat, say? but New what Jack will say? say it for us. New Jack will say it for us next week. Let's, he that's sure does, tease. man, and I popped. I was like, wait, what? Yes. How many complaints? No, serious question. How many complaints as we are in this? Who's uh, going to complain? Everybody in the territory sitting in there watching their TV uses that word anyway. What, yeah, the but eight? they can use No, 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 no. You're not listening. They're not complaining. I'm not talking about the, the, him, the fact that he used the word. I'm talking about how many complaints do you think they actually got because the gangsters were on their TV? Maybe we should ask Jim Cornette that. I don't I know. I think I will. I think I will. I'll ask. If only so, we had the venue to do something like that. I know, right? Wink, wink, idiot. <laughs> You're the fucking worst. So, anyway... um, 
stupidity at its finest right here with Doc. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we get into this thing, and long story short, in the opening, Jim Cornette comes running out, and he's arguing that, that the Rock and Roll Express and, and Smoky Mountain knows that the Heavenly Bodies were done wrong by getting banned, and the Heavenly Bodies could beat the Rock and Roll if given a chance. Uh, Cornette is basically politicking for a match with the Heavenly Bodies. Jimmy Del Rey, without saying a word, is shining as he shimmies and wiggles throughout the promo. Rock and Roll Express interrupt Cornette. Uh, Bob Armstrong also comes out before we know it, and we have it announced that Rock and Roll Express will take on the Heavenly Bodies with Bob Armstrong in the Rock and Roll's corner to even odds out, along with, of course, Cornette in the Heavenly Bodies' corner. Uh, and then they tell us Beat the Champ will be Lance Storm versus Chris Candido. I hadn't planned on playing it. I'll throw it to you, Hopper, first. Any thoughts from the promo as Jimmy Del Rey wiggled and shined off camera without saying a word? Uh, I don't know. It was mm, the same old. You talking about from J- Jimmy or Cornette? I, I I guess it's just I, I don't know. It was just it was your standard promo. It was, and they're they're going back to the well with this. Yeah, and, and there's old Bullet Bob's coming back, and he's their manager, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doc, your thoughts? Oh. That's Harper's uh, virus-infected phone. Doc, your thoughts? That's exactly what it is. It's an ad just popped up. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Do you know what you have yeah. to do to generate that kind of activity on your phone? <laughs> Doc, Man, did you notice you how? Did you notice how long Del Rey's hair's gotten? Yeah, he's let it grow up there and just when he was in WWE. Upping, upping the dirtbag factor. Yeah, no, huh? Yeah, the only thing that can make him more just seedy is that longer hair i man i want to i here's the thing i like all four of these guys i like these tag teams they wrestle good matches they're entertaining to me even if we've seen it before but i hate this because we just did this a couple of months ago and the heavenly bodies lost a loser leave town match so it's like man when you talk about this and Morton not getting his head shaved. It's like, man, I need some steps to get paid off for me to believe him. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's true. And, he, and, he didn't shave his fucking head. Right. No, Candido and, did. Candido got right, his head shaved. Right. And then did am I the only one that thought Bob Armstrong called his pants faggy little britches instead of baggy little britches there? No. No, I just think when you say a B with a hard emphasis, it can sound like what you just baggy, said. baggy. It's like if baggy. I it's like it's like if I said buck, I'm saying buck. I'm not saying fuck. Well, you know, if we're gonna start talking like New Jack does next week, I'm just assuming that a lot of things are now on the table. So yeah, no, worth, no, that word is, that word is not on the table. That word is not on the table. Anyway, uh, well, uh, well, I mean, uh, you can say it, right? The word is not on the table. I've said it a million times. That word is not yeah. used in my house. Yeah. That word is not used you said in it. my Wait, house. I'm confused. You said it a million times, but then you can't say it at your house. Where are I've you saying said it? the phrase children. a million times. That word is not used in our house. There you go. So you use it down at the swap meet? No, I mean, it's just we don't use it. My wife don't use it. Mother-in-law don't use it. Kids don't use it. I take that back. I heard the freaking thir- 13, soon to be 14 year old say it once. And I was like, I don't ever want to hear you fucking say that again. And did you, cuss, did you, did you say fucking? Yes. So you, fu- you cursed at him with the mother of all curse words, but you won't let him say the word that y'all's people can say naturally. Shut without the fuck getting up. In trouble. Okay. We're moving on. Um, Father not, of the year. Right I'm not here, here to debate the usage of that word with you or why it is and isn't allowed in my household. Anyway, Chris Hamrick. Speaking of the word, let's go to the gangsters in the ring. (laughs) Chris Hamrick and Dan Dubille versus the gangsters. Bob Cottle and Les before the match starts a fantastic Bob and Les discuss how New Jack and Mustafa are getting searched as they should be. (laughs) And it definitely is something they are used to because it's not the first fucking time. And Bob says a team like this you gotta search <laughs> so let me play the audio let me play the audio and doc I want you and Harper's thoughts here it is we can't 
as I said, I don't really envy Chris Hamrick and Dan Dubiel. Uh, these two young guys, uh, I, I don't know whether they know what they're facing or not, Larry. Well, I, you know, here's here's the wild thing. Look at them, they're being searched yes. in there, and, and the referee searches them before every match. A team like this, you gotta search. Hey, they're, they're accustomed the to it, though. Oh, yeah. You watch it? Oh, yeah. They're used to it. Yeah, they know exactly the position to get <laughs> yeah. in. I, I think it's happened to them a many times before. As they say, <laughs> they have been there, right? That's nice. Yeah. with thoughts. <laughs> I just thought that, you know, they've been out once already and it was light outside in that gym. And now I was like, it's getting, this time when they came out, my note was it's getting dark outside and inside. You know. Boy, is it. You got to search those kind of people. You do. Jeez. And they know, and, and, and because they're used to it, they know how to just assume the position. Yeah. <laughs> This is some foul shit. Okay, so. Because <laughs> uh, you Bob, know right other... now, Bob and Les are some baby face announcers in the territory. <laughs> well, I mean, Les is kind of laughing. You hear him like snicker at the end. He's like, these guys are used to it. This ain't the first time. It's like, <laughs> Harper, any other thoughts before I tell the fans and listeners out there that obviously. New Jack and Mustafa win with ease with the 187. Any thoughts on uh, anything we saw with them getting patted down? I like the, the security guards. <clears throat> I think that their own security guy, <clears throat> uh, uh -oh. their, their own security guy sell, sells this whole thing for me. It's it is good. The, yeah. The two guys that fucking come out with them. I think that's yeah. the best part of, of everything that they do. It's smart too because they might actually need that shit at mm -hmm. some point. Is this the uh, is this the match when they're standing like one on each side and they're standing and they're and, and they're looking at the hard cam? Yeah, their backs are to the hard cam and they're and they're looking out into the crowd. So yeah, yeah, that, that's fucking great. Yeah, so they they can watch their back. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, good stuff. So, like we said, the gangsters win after they get patted down. Uh, New Jack has a OJ shirt on uh, this. He week. has a pray for OJ shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it fucking real, fellas. Uh, that shit still... said pray, pray for OJ. <laughs> That's nice. I popped it. I popped it that. That's nice, Doc. <laughs> you got me over here coughing, man. Holy yeah. shit. All right, let's go to New Jack. No, hold on. Did you hear Bob at the end when he goes, a 187, they don't get up from that. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> All right, let's go to New Jack. Well, let's go to the gangsters now after their match. Here's their promo. All right, fans, here they are. As we say, the wildest, roughest, toughest, meanest group that we've seen in a long time. The gangsters right here. But now you've gone to humiliating them with an X on the forehead after you beat them in the ring. Let me tell you something. For 400 years, my ancestors got humiliated. Chained in the bowels of a slave ship, brought over here, built this stinking country, and now you want us to leave? Well, baby, that goes the neighborhood because we here, and let me tell you something, we just gonna stay whether you like it or not. You understand? Rock and roll is fresh. You got to stop dodging us. You got to come in here one day and put your name on that dotted line. It don't matter what kind of match it is. Just give us a match. Forget about a wrestling match. I want to fight. Wrestling, I done seen you beat the best. I done seen you beat the Midnight Expresses, the Dooms, the Road Warriors. But baby, you beat them wrestling. You ain't been in a street fight yet. You ain't been in a fight where somebody taking something and bashing you upside your head. You ain't been in a fight where I get to stick my fingers in your eyes and pull them out so you can see me kicking your own butt. You ain't been in that kind of fight. Sooner or later, you're going to have to stop running from us. You're going to have to stop running and you're going to have to get when New Jack Emma stop him. And I will show you, just like the rest of these geeks out here, when they buried that big, fat, greasy, stinking Elvis Presley, that's when rock and roll got. So rock and roll is dead now. Rap is in, 
rock and roll is up. So when you open your door and you hear your little kid listening to some rap, don't get mad at him. Just say, hey, explain it to him. New Jack is taking over. We coming for you. So boy, you better watch your back. All right, man. There they are. And there they go. And I'm glad. We'll be back. <laughs> Jesus, you racist old man. <laughs> okay. Uh, who wants to go first? You gotta just just explain to him. New Jack is taking over. Okay. That's what happened well, to you, Mike. Well, f- first you were listening off, to Bone Thugs and Harmony. The dad was like, "What are you doing? Listen, to that New Jack's taking over, Dad." I guess. <laughs> uh, you know that was that happened long before Bone Thugs. That was in the nineties. Uh, anyway. Uh, for 400 years, you know, he talks about, God, actually, I don't even know where I want to, he's just, baby, we here and we ain't going nowhere. Oh, <laughs> shit. That was the impactful thing uh, that he said. He, he, he called Elvis a big fat. Oh yeah, that's true. Shit forgot too. about that. Was Made probably talking shit about Elvis. I know. Huh? Fuck El- Motherfuck Elvis Presley. <laughs> That's All right. nice. Okay, so I'm a rock and roll guy for sure, right? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you people something. Elvis Presley is the sting of music. Wow, that's wow. nice, Doc. Just nothing there. Just, meh. Overrated. Nice. Just He's like the of, ultimate warrior? Mm, I don't know. Just, I don't know. Just. New Jack was shooting there, though. And I guarantee you that got some people's attention when he said, when you go in your room and you hear your kids listening to that rap music. I told y'all a couple of weeks ago, there were some conversations coming out of that first gym with, like, I don't want to catch you listening to that jungle music. And I guarantee you that shit was all the way live. That, those conversations were had that night. I promise. How many, um, how many, how many parents when, when, they walked in and saw their kids watching Smoky Mountain Wrestling, and it just happened to be a segment where the gangsters were cutting the promo. How many parents were like, turn that shit off? We're not going to have none of that talk up in here. Here is the exact line. <laughs> I got to be careful here, because <laughs> what is that in shit? What is, yeah. That was the line that was used more than once. In that scenario that you're talking about. Fuck. Oh my god, this is great. I'm loving this. I'm loving it. Bro, he called this. Elvis fat and greasy and old and just I, Mustafa's insane too. Over yeah. there. Just he's wilding out, if you will. He's there, uh he's there Jimmy Del Rey. Yeah. With, good with point. the booger eating and shit. <laughs> This is uh, this is gold, and next week is even better. He keeps, Man, keeps doing it. He said, and, and he hit he hit these racist hillbillies where they live. We built your country. Mm. Oh, no, yeah, that's what he said. We built your country, and now you want to kick us out? Well, baby, we here, and we ain't going nowhere. Ooh, I love it. I love it. New Jack bringing the heat, baby. Holy shit! All right. Anything other? Anything else, Doc? Fantastic. So we then get a replay of Bruiser Bedlam getting pinned by Dirty White Boy, and then we have a match with Killer Kyle and some new gear versus the Dirty White Boy. Kyle attacks Dirty White Boy from the start and even beats him with his belt. It's an old school Southern kick and punch type match. Kyle loses like he lost to Robert Gibson in the very first match ever when he goes into the corner and then Dirty White Boy schoolboys him from behind. And then Kyle, Bedlam, and Cornette attack Dirty White Boy after. Uh, after white boy wins smothers and armstrong they make the save and chase them off doc thoughts on anything we saw here did you like it at the beginning when corny rolled in and told noe tommy noe to shut his ass up real quick like oh yeah uh, you need to go back and play that it's always fun to hear a guy like tommy noe get told to be quiet so that's real funny can you pull it can you pull that up for us um, there it went. 
Hold up. What what timestamp did you say? I don't have one. It's at the beginning when Corny rolls in at the begin when Noah's yeah. doing the introductions. Gee, that helps me out a lot. Well, you know. He gets the mic from Buckstar, Tennessee, the dirty white boy. And Kyle comes charging right after him. Still with that championship belt around the way. that? Of course it would be. Jesus Christ. The fucking belt This match is for the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Heavyweight. Shut up! This match presents the coward champion of Smoky Mountain Wrestling, the Dirty White Boy, against the baddest man in the world. He took that shit right out of Shut up. Smoky feels about Noe like I feel about you. Fuck, man. I can't drag it to the right spot so i got it go ahead what else uh, you got all right well we've seen these two wrestle not too long ago was am i wrong like in the I last so much in the last i watched so much months. wrestling i don't remember yeah okay. i thought it was interesting that we had a roll-up for the win and not the buck snort blaster but all in all it's a good match because these two guys are i like watching these two guys wrestle so i enjoyed it yeah you got kyle the, with his new gear his I thought Kyle looked good in his gear. I thought he looked good in his new gear. Okay, great. Uh -huh. Nobody said um, different. But anyway, Doc, did you notice it was the same finish? No. From when the very first match in Smoky Mountain history? From, from two and a half years ago? No. Yep, same finish. Yep. Great. Anyway. Yeah, I know. Uh, and like we said, afterwards, white boy gets beat down and the baby faces make the save. And there was that. Uh, we then go to uh, Les Thatcher personality profile. So basically what happens is um, first they show a replay of Candido and primetime Brian Lee breaking up with primetime Brian Lee sent packing. And then they start the interview after that. Now, Doc, did you want to play it or were you good with talking through it? I want to play it. I thought Candido was fantastic here. Okay. Hold on. So here. No, that's not it. Fuck Jesus you. Christ. You do realize I can't just put in 2117. I have to drag the slider, you fucking idiot. Brian Last gets it done right. I'm going to wait for you to shut up before, before I continue this show because you're pissing <laughs> me off right now. Oh, that's that's unfortunate. Uh, do you, do you want to hear the promo or not? Which, I, which I, I said yeah, I said yes. Okay, I'm gonna tell you one time. Stop fucking with me. That's oh, oh shit! Oh, you hear that? He tried to touch me. <laughs> Are you that. fucking keyboard warrior, motherfucker? <laughs> right. We're just trying to have fun here and talk about Smoky Mountain. Well, you want to see some keyboard warriors? Get on Twitter more often. Jesus no. Christ. The that's why I fucking. That's why I fucking. I don't get on Twitter no more. I want to see all that shit. It well, it's on Facebook too, but Twitter is just. It's it might be worse because you have so many like, I don't even if it's parody or burner accounts and fake. It's oh, it's the fucking shit. But anyway, all right. Here's Candido and Les in the profile. Chris, so there it is. You no longer have a tag team partner nor the championship belts. First of all, before I get to that, there's a few things I want to talk to you people about. Everybody thinks it's real funny that I got this thing on my head, cover it up. My bald head that once had that beautiful natural blonde hair on it. We beat Ricky Morton fair and square. If he was a real man, he should have sat in the middle and shaved his head. But he attacked me like a coward and tried to mutilate me. So now Ricky Morton wants these matches with me. Where if he beats me... Beat fair and square? Yes, I beat him fair and square. Now he wants these matches with me. Where if he beats me... I got to take off this hood and show all these hillbillies my bald head. It's not going to happen. Hair grows back. And Ricky Morton, in these matches, if I beat you, your head's going to get shaved. And I promise I will beat you. And not only shave your head, but break every bone in your stinky old rickety body. But now, besides that, you know, Brian Lee was a hindrance to me for a long time. I carried that big goof on my back for six months. He did too much thinking on his own. What we need, myself and Tammy Fitchney as a partner, is somebody big, somebody strong, and somebody stupid. And Brian Lee was all those things, but I got somebody bigger, I got somebody stronger, and I got somebody, believe it or not, even stupider. You know, when I was back home in New Jersey, 
There was this kid in town, and every town has one, a great big bully, bigger than everybody else, meaner than everybody else. I knew him all through grade school. I don't even know if he went to school himself, but he was there every day beating up kids, stealing their lunch money, stealing their milk money. And when everybody would start getting on my case, because of how beautiful I was, my beautiful natural blonde hair, because of the great athlete that I was, I could take care of one or two of them myself. But when a whole bunch would jump on me for the price of maybe a half a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, this guy would come out and he would take each and every one of them out just for fun and a little bite to eat. And I kept in touch with this fella. And I went back home recently to beautiful tropical New Jersey and I walked around the alleys of Asbury Park and I found my buddy. I found my friend. And I want Miss Tammy Fitch to bring him out right now. Tammy's new pet and my longtime buddy, a stupid idiot and a goof, but a guy strong as 10 men, mean as 20 men, but not a lick of such in his head. I want to introduce you people to my good buddy, a complete moron, but the toughest guy you'll ever meet. I'm talking about Boo Bradley. This is your new tag team partner. Boo Bradley is the meanest man you ever met in your entire life. And Tammy Fitch is now his master. He is Tammy Fitch's pet. And he does whatever we say, whatever Tammy says. And with him as my new tag team partner, we are going to have back the Smoky Mountain Tag Team Championship. And Brian Lee, don't get in my way. I'm done, Les Thatcher. Chris, I don't think you'll have to worry about him thinking for himself. And there you have it, Miss Tammy, the new tag team partner, apparently her pet, Brubat, Boo Bradley. That's been our personality profile for today. They got him on a leash and he's barking like a dog. Doc, your thoughts on this? Would you like to tell the people who that is? How, where yeah, else they would know him as? Well, like so many people in Smoky Mountain, it's he's another ECW guy or someone who would be known from ECW, in my opinion. And it's fucking Balls Mahoney. Yep. I thought Candido was fan-fucking-tastic there. I thought that was a... We needed somebody mean and strong and stupid. And he was... I mean, he was telling the truth about Morton. Morton ought to be bald. And he's talking about going back to tropical New Jersey and his natural blonde hair and just bullshitting out there and I just thought he was really 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 good there he was good it was a good promo I, I, I agree he was funny or he was he was spot on in in his promo talking about you know we needed someone big strong and stupid and Brian Lee filled all those categories I thought that was really and he's good. just like we found ourselves our idiot you know he's yep. you'll never meet a meaner or stupider guy just Harper, yet Harper, what'd you yeah. have from it? I, I mean, this guy seems it's 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 this is this doesn't last long, huh? It lasts a while. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's ninety four. I mean, he's, he's around um, for at least for the rest of the year and probably into next. Damn. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's around for a while. Um, it's been a while since I watched the episodes ahead, but um, he's not going nowhere. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> not 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 anytime soon. Wow. Which is a whole nother topic we're gonna have to talk about one day is all the guys who quote unquote I don't want to say start, but basically just about start in Smoky Shit, Mountain. I was thinking up... I was thinking about it later in this episode when you got Storm and Candido going at it. Well, that's what made me think that right after I saw this, because I was watching this as I was taking notes and I see Boo Bradley balls Mahoney and and then the very next match, as we keep going, Harper, do you have anything else, or can we keep going? No, nah, you keep going. So we got Candido versus Lance Storm, and of course Lance is accompanied to the ring by an injured Chris Jericho, who's got the broken arm. And in my opinion, these two, you just can really see how good these two guys are, Storm and Candido. I mean, the, the match is moving at a very fast pace for the for its time, especially. Uh, Boo Bradley eventually works his way to ringside. But before all that, I'm just thinking to myself, I mean, this is like watching almost ECW without the violence. 
if that makes sense. Uh, Doc, you were said you were thinking about it too. What did you think? Well, and so the thing of it is, is that you, you know, we all really resonated with that 93 period where you had Stan and Tom and the studs and the rock and roll. And that was a really, really strong and Tracy and, and white boy were getting after it. You know, I think we all three of us really, really, really liked that period of the promotion a lot. Yeah. But I think when you put the proper, you know, you look at this in the proper context, people were like, well, Corny was too busy up in WWF. But if you, if that's truly the case, and that's, that's the honest assessment, he's got half the damn ECW roster that he, <laughs> that are younger, that he's, that are going to be stars that he's trying to turn. I mean, the gangsters storm Candido Jericho's a, a young budding star there balls. Who else? I mean, right. prime, prime time Brian Lee's going to go up there. Right. Tammy's going to go up there. Hell. So we're in this kind of, not everything's going to click right now in the promotion because a lot of these guys are still young and figuring it out. But when you look at the roster now, Corny's done, a, in my opinion, a masterful job of reloading with some guys that would all become players in the industry. I mean, it's it's like watching... It's kind of like watching ECW before ECW. Um, not again. I understand ECW is a lot more violent, no rules, all that shit. What I'm just saying is seeing all the guys that are here right now that end up in ECW. I mean, this episode especially where you got the gangsters, like you just said, gangsters, Candido, Primetime, Brian Lee, uh, Storm, Jericho, Tammy, all end up ECW. Uh, balls, Boo Bradley. So anyway, uh, I agree with you. Hell, Chris Hamrick, for that matter. Well, that's true too. Um, so if we go to the bat, if we go to the match, uh, as things draw to a conclusion in it, Candido sets up Storm for the superplex, but primetime Brian Lee interferes with the ref's back turn and throws Candido off the top rope backwards. Candido takes a fabulous bump. Storm hits Candido with a splash off the top rope, and Storm wins with uh, wins the Beat the Champ TV title match, and he is now the uh, Beat the Champ. TV title champion. So he lost his partner who's got a broken arm, but now he's beat the champ TV title champion. So uh, doc, any thoughts on the finish and whatnot? Boy, when you see when, when uh, primetime Brian Lee came out, when Candido was about to do the, uh, the superplex, man, Brian Lee launched his ass. Yeah. Candido was... Flying. Yeah. That's what I was saying, man. He, um, he took a bump, man. I mean, he he not yeah. only went backwards, he flew. <laughs> the way he launched him, he he flies through the air. I'm watching it right now on the Patreon video. I mean, he just and he he flies so far. He he actually overshoots the center of the ring, which is right. And I mean, but he he hits it perfect. It's just really good. Uh, Harper, what were your thoughts? Yeah, he fucking launched his ass, and I keep thinking how many. It's it's sooner or later. I won't. I won't be able to hear "Danger, Danger." No, but you, it'll live on in your heart. Yeah. Right? I mean, you've got it on your iPad, iPod now, don't you? Yeah. I see some screenshots of you rolling around in your car, rocking in America. Yeah. We're gonna rock America. America, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so the, here, oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop, time out, time out, time out, time out. We had a recent request Who? on the live show, I believe, one of our live shows, our many live shows we've been doing lately, Mike and I, that the people really like the Harper Gomer Pile, but I bet you they would really like Danger, danger, rock in America, Gomer Pyle style. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to be able to keep a straight face. He's going to laugh. All right, everybody, do it. Well, stop laughing. Shut up. Let Harper get into character and be okay. serious about this. 
out out on the harp. How's it go? Out on the back street, I yeah. hear a heartbeat. Yeah. Out on the back street, I hear a heartbeat. We're gonna rock America. There you go, people. You're welcome. There you go. There you go. Shazam, Shazam. Y'all seen Ronda Rousey? <laughs> oh, she really cursed out you. Oh, Becky Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Huh. All right, oh, no. good times. Yeah, there you go. This was a- I like Becky Lynch, but you know, Ronda she don't got no ass. Hey, hey, Gomer, would you plow Ronda or would you plow Charlotte? Which one would you plow first? Well, Charlotte, Charlotte got those big old titties, <laughs> but I'm such a Ric Flair fan. I feel like I'm making out with uh, Ric Flair. Yeah, because. <laughs> Because it's kind of from this area. Minnesota? <laughs> Where'd Gomer go? Where'd Gomer oh. go? Shit. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, Doc, any other thoughts before we keep going? This, this was fun. a really... In all seriousness, this was a really good match because those two guys were getting after it. You know, Candido and Storm are arguably, you know, the highest work rate dudes in the promotion. And so... They were really having a, I thought, a really good match. I don't know that the people there knew what they were seeing, but I, I, you know, I'll save it for the end. But just another great match, in my opinion, on a, on free I, TV. I thought it was excellent. I I agree that I don't know if the people appreciated as much as we did, but I thought they really for just a free television match, you know, seven eight minutes, however long it went. I thought it was really really good and. You know, Storm and Lance Storm's go. career's taken off once he got rid of that anchor, that boat anchor of uh, Chris Jericho. No, he's yeah. champion now. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Whatever. This is a guy who's never taken a bump. All right, let's go to primetime Brian Lee because he says something here that uh, I've been, I've, I haven't missed, but I was waiting how long we would. Uh, I was waiting to see when we would see this with his turn. Here it is. Hi, fans, with us right now, big primetime Brian Lee. Would you would you call that revenge? You know, Bob, you haven't even seen Revenge. You know, Chris Candido, Tammy Fitch, you come out here and talk the talk, but now you're going to have to walk the walk because primetime took you where you are. Chris, I was with Tammy way below before you came along, buddy, and then you got on my coattail and you rode me like a little hamster, little midget you are. Now, big primetime, six foot eight, who's never late, you're going to have to handle him, and you haven't seen the last of primetime. All right, the word's right out of my mouth. Y'all ready for another primetime babyface run? Six foot eight, never late. Short and sweet, man. Yeah, that's perfect God. for him. I was, just, <laughs> I was just wondering about though. I was with Tammy before you were. And oh. somebody else. I was with Tammy while you were with her. That's I nice. Was, I was with Tammy was while I you were in the I ring. Am. I was with Tammy while you sat in a corner crying and <laughs> watching. Jesus Christ, come on, Harper. I was. It's too close to reality, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard some stories. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, no, that's fucking. Uh. No, I I heard one from. Who? <laughs> I'll tell you off here. I'm not <laughs> telling. It. It's 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 it actually saddens me when I think about it. It's it's I'm laughing and I shouldn't, but fuck. Anyway, all right. Well, Does it have ship- anything to do with our poor um, special friend from the next episode? Oh my god! <laughs> no, I'm no. Let's get through that. Let's get through this. Let's get through this. And I have an idea behind that one. All right. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> next week is going to be special, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I hope when you have ki- never mind. That's uh, fucked up. What are you about going. to say? No, say that and be a real heel for everyone. <laughs> I hope if you ever have kids. Oh. And then another thing, Doc. See, Doc's, Doc's, Doc's wrong. He's had children before. He's already had kids. So he talks like that. God don't like things like that, man. As my mama used to say, God, my mom used to tell me this all the time. God don't like ugly, son. <laughs> like, well, so. He must have hated your ass. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, okay, mom. Anyway, all right, let's keep going. 
the Heavenly Bodies take on with Jim Cornette, and I point that out because the Rock and Roll Express have Bob Armstrong. Um, this uh, the Smoky Mountain titles are not on the line here. Uh, not surprised we get settled in. Ricky Morton takes the heat. Morton eventually makes the hot tag to Gibson. We end up in a four way. Double drop kick is hit on Jimmy Del Rey, but Cornette pulls the referee out during the count. Bob Armstrong then slides over on the outside, punches Cornette right after that. Referee is sent back in. Gibson and Morton hit Del Rey and Dr. Tom with a couple of cross bodies, and they pin the heavenly bodies simultaneously. Literally, it went on for a while, but that's what I had. Doc, what about you? I thought it was slow, but good, because these four guys know how to work together, and it's entertaining. And, I mean, it wasn't like – it was just, in my opinion, good meat and potatoes in-ring action that you summarized mm, pretty good for your efforts and uh, pretty much summed up the match. Hopper, any thoughts? Yeah, I was waiting for the uh, the gangsters to do a run-in, but, you know, it was a clean finish. It was a good match. Did the clean oh. finish surprise anybody there? Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah, for um, for the fact that it's just a regular for for the fact that it's just free TV, kind of. Because back then, I mean, you got clean. Okay, so hold hold on. Let me ask this question: Is it possible? I don't know the answer to this. I'm just asking. We're just gonna have a little quick discussion here. Is it possible that this was not scheduled necessarily to go this way? But because the gangsters got the hillbillies so riled up and angry and racist that Corny felt like he needed to give the rock and roll a clean victory to let the people be happy for a second. I don't think so after what happens next week. Yeah, but all this may not be in order. You know what I'm saying? No, I think it's in order because Morton, I don't want to spoil things, but. I think it's an order. I think this is. I think this is definitely an order. How it played out that night. Okay, fair enough. Just, uh, just I don't know. Just asking. No, but no. I mean, he could have. He could have just automatically just said, "Hey, we can get the Rock and Roll Express a win over the Heavenly Bodies." One, they've been up in WWF, and two, yeah. Um, you know, I know what's about to come next week, so I probably need to, you know, give them a, give them a little something, some comeuppance, because I know what I'm about to do. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Harper, any other thoughts before we keep moving? No. We can, no. We All right. We we go then to um, Dirty White Boy. Doc, are we playing it? I think you should. Yeah, I think he's I think he's I think he's pretty fired up here. Uh, here it is. Fans, with me right now, the Smoky Mountain Heavyweight Champion, Dirty White Boy. You saw him retain that title today, but White Boy, it looks like Cornette. He's got him lined up all in a row. You know, Bob, the White Boy. You know, Bob. I've got a lot of matches already signed for this Smoky Mountain title. But I'm going to talk to the commissioners, to the board of directors, and all I want is Smoky Mountain Wrestling. The only person I want is Bruiser Bedlam. We've got a score that we've got to finish. You understand me, tough guy? And if Jim Cornette sticks his big possum butt in the way, I'll grab him by the goozle and squeeze it until his eyeballs pop out. I'm getting sick and tired. I've gone through hell and back to regain this title, and there ain't no way on the face of God's green earth some loser bedroom is gonna take this title. So you boys, sit it up and Jim Cornette get you all the union you want, and you bring them on after the Smoky Mountain heavyweight champion because I'll be standing there looking straight at you. All right, fans, the dirty white boy, and you heard it. All right, Doc, what you got? Well, he called him a possum, but as we heard recently on the uh, Saturday night shows, uh, we know Harper has an affectation for the possums in the world, and just he's he's looking out for all the possums out there. (laughs) Uh, Possum butt and goozle and boys, they just really... Speaking right at these folks, just hmm, possum butt. That sounds tasty. Mm. Sounds like Thanksgiving dinner. I just think Dirty White Boy deserves a better challenger to the title, but that's just me. Uh, through no fault of his, he's just kind of been 
He's just hanging him. around. Yeah. The the it's a shame. It none of it's his fault. Just Yeah. The whole Jake shit fucked him over. That That's that has and that has a ripple effect too if you mm-hmm. think about it because you Yeah. You know, you you figure if Jake does business the right way and doesn't, you know, just flake out and be a, you know, idiot, you you know that actually helps Dirty White Boy as a champion because he ends up, you know, winning that feud out over a few months time and he he retakes the title in a way that they can show on TV, makes him look strong and well, Jake flakes out and then you put him do that thing with Conan Chris Walker and that dude just disappears after two shows and yeah. It's just, you know, he, he the, the the person who gets screwed in all this is Dirty White Boy. So he's champ, but he gets screwed over for it. That there goes to show you like how a belt just Well, and when the top guy leaves, belt. then you gotta promote somebody else up to the spot that may be further up the card than they really should be, and then it just it people start getting ex, you know, a little overexposed in, in positions that aren't where they ought to be. Yeah, it has yeah. A, like I said, it has a ripple effect because then that guy that you had put into that spot, he's gone. Now you got to throw somebody into that spot, and then if they're not they're not ready, then it's just it's just a it's it's not good, and it sucks for White Boy to be honest because he deserved a lot better, and, and as we all know. Um, okay, so we need to get to the disability checks or bottles of Hennessy. I don't know. We'll we'll decide which one, but anyway. Uh, Doc, you go first. What you got? I thought this was a really good show. And interestingly enough, and unlike the normal format, it was really due to the in-ring product that they really went all out on. When you go back and recap this thing, and you had the gangsters beat some ass, but then Kyle and Dirty White Boy, Candido and Storm, the Heavenly Bodies and the Rock and Roll, those are all really really good matches um and have some good promos in it boy i'm going high here i'm 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 gonna do this thing give me a 9.2 jesus yeah i like wrestling mike i don't know if you know that about me okay well so be it uh i am going to give an 8.8 I thought everything was fine. I'm just a little tired of the rock and roll heavenly bodies deal. God, yeah, look at you yeah. just besmirching the greatest tag team in the history of the business. What the That's fuck? Hopper <laughs> said the same thing earlier. He's tired of it. Nice with the fucking and agreeing with you. Hopper, he what just you played I, both sides against the middle in a 20-second span. He did. <laughs> um, but I will tell you, I do agree with you match-wise. Man, this was a really good episode. That Candido yep. and, and Storm match was great. It was really, really good. Rock and roll and Heavenly Bodies was definitely good. You got some old school Southern stuff with Kyle and Dirty White Boy. The Gangsters, that promo. I, I'm, I'm with you, man. Match-wise, yeah, you, you had a good episode uh, for sure. What do you have, Hopper? I give it a 8.7. All right. So Hopper is given 8.7 bottles of Hennessy. I'm Doc's given 9.2. I'm giving it an 8.7 and an 8. Point, I'm sorry. I'm I messed up my own thing. I was gonna say I'm gonna give it 8.7 bottles of Hennessy and 0. 0.1 uh, packs of Black and Miles. That way I got to the mm, 8.8. How's that sound, Doc? They're <laughs> called Doc, stereotypes you're... for a reason, I guess. Doc, you ever smoke those people? little cheap cigar? Those little cheap cigars. They're like two. He's going to this weekend. I got a text earlier. Said Which my one? boo is going out of town, so I'm gonna fucking get me a fucking Schlitz malt liquor bull forty and smoke a cigar. Harper, which ones you talking about? They, uh, they're they, they're like two for a dollar. They're in like a little pack. In like them little foil pack bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. My f- father-in-law gets them fucking things dude i think that's the official tobacco product of african-americans <laughs> whenever i go into like any convenience store there's always a black dude buying a pack of those i think it's mandatory what brand are they i know what you're talking about they got a whole bunch of different brands but it's like two. A- yeah it's only two of them in a pack and it's like a full package yeah they got one called white owl <laughs> Yeah, I can't. Okay. I guess they're so uh, cheap, you know? Fuck, it's a dollar. You get two of them, fuck it. <laughs> Those dollars add up, bro. Yeah. 
my my daughter was saw my uh my father-in-law smoking one of his little cheap cigars one day when he was over here for one of the holidays and she was like pop pop you know smoking's bad for you <laughs> i just laughed he just like looked up like thank you i appreciate you educating me <laughs> anyway <laughs> all right so uh, we got to do the Government Cheese Award, named by Shard Johnson. Before we do so, become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. You get the video review versions of this show, uh, which is really, really cool. So you not only get to hear the promos, but you get to see them along with some of the matches as well. Uh, and then you also get the world-class shows and any extra content we post on the Patreon feed. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Over 160 patreon shows are available for as little as two bucks a month you can do more we'll throw in a free t-shirt if you do but yeah check it out tinyurl.com slash patreon btt government cheese award look i'm i'm gonna this is a broken record but um new jack's getting his shit again and he's gonna get it next week i'm gonna ruin it for you and yes. i'm gonna leave it at that you see i was gonna do the same thing but i was like fuck what about next week shit happens bro you gotta i mean if you're good, you're good. Just my thought. Doc, who are you giving yours to? I'm going in a different direction, actually, and I'm going to throw mine at Chris Candido because he, I thought he gave a hell of a promo and then wrestled a hell of a match. Yeah. I get mine at Chris Candido, too. And we got anytime you get, well, anytime we can get it back to the white race, we're going to get that <laughs> cheese back over. Yeah. So Harper and I know what, you know. That's our fucking cheese. That's our uh, cheese. Fuck you. My, we paid the taxes for that cheese. We should yeah. get it. That's nice. Hopper and Doc. Yeah. That's our fucking cheese, bitch. And that so Doc, don't eat a bunch of belt. freeloaders. Yeah. That just sit around on welfare getting the cheese. <laughs> That's the, our cheese. That fucking, that fucking black and white box of fucking cornflakes. Pay for that shit, too. We'll take that. Wow. Okay. We'll take that. So, make sure... I do. Make sure you use the Amazon referral link as well. Tinyurl.com slash Amazon. A great way to support this show on an ongoing basis. Definitely would appreciate it. Give that link, tinyurl.com slash Amazon to the wives, girlfriends, hoes, and side pieces in your life and tell them to use it every time they shop on Amazon. So, Doc, make sure uh, LaFonda, Mrs. Doc, use the, uses the link. That way uh, the show gets uh, something to pay for the hosting fees. And with that said... I don't think I have anything else. Doc, do you? No. Hopper, do you? No. Let's go do the next episode, episode number 136 from September the 3rd or 4th. Can't remember, 1994 in a second. Hopper, why don't you hit that uh, gimmick of a tagline and uh, take us home. Book it, bitch.
Thank you to all the patrons out there. We appreciate you being a patron each and every month for booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast and making this show possible uh, twice a week with the Smoky Mountain Review Show and the NWA Show. And a special shout-out to all of the Hall of Fame patrons, Marlon Mueller, Josh Warren, Everett Starr, Mike Childry, K underscore row 86, disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie, Jeffrey, Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, the great Don G- the great John Dean, excuse me, at YRC21, Josh Dunn, at Ryan and Auburn, good old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Morecci, the BTT, uh, what am I looking for, Tim? The BTT Research Department, there you go. Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Pru, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, Slider91 US, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pagem, Bill Salsa, Big Rich, at, by, at Spy Boy Sports Cap, Ari Miller 39, Dustin Roberts, Jay Shiny 21, Ruben Espinoza, and Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andretti, Coleman 822, Marty Howell, and T Hog 94. Thank you for being Hall of Fame patrons. There's a lot of you out there now, and I definitely appreciate uh, you being Hall of Fame patrons. So thank you very much. And also, before I get out of here, you heard Doc uh, earlier in the show mention the bottom line cast. So check out. My buddy, Mike Pru, as they go through the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Him and his buddy, JV, break down the career of Stone Cold month by month on a weekly basis. I believe now they are up to 1998. Could be wrong, but go back and check out their 1996-97 episodes. Or just dive in on the most current episode and enjoy. Uh, New episodes, they come out every single Wednesday on all their platforms. So there you go. Check it out. Mike Pru's show, The Bottom Line Cast. You can also follow them on Twitter, at Bottom Line Cast. That's all I have. Thanks again to all the patrons out there, and hope you enjoyed this week's show.